So fat man. I know every time you got to take a deep breath in is how you normally you normally breathe. But are you ready for thirty men? It's just a it's a rumble. Not really. I mean, you like thirty Fuck men. You. I do like thirty women too. Wrong. Not all of them are Asian. So that's a lie. Let's talk about that on the wrestling show. everyone this is sleazy this is the fat man and welcome everyone to another wonderful episode first of all what what the hell is that is that deets underneath in his little mushroom hat it is not a hat it is just a symbol of excellence that is the ravens fuck that guy this is a a wrestling podcast sir if you want to talk sports come on the best star sports show period two every thursday nights live on facebook look at this motherfucker plugging shit speaking of plugging shit ryan williams is here with us hi oh and they that seemed rehearsed it might have been what you plugging shit well, that, certainly that depends pre- on how drunk the woman is if i can plug shit fair point there uh today we have a very special guest with us uh ladies and gentlemen the the king of playing with himself on camera ladies and gentlemen ian daddy bones is here with us hi everybody how are you uh so welcome to the wrestling show um so before we continue on uh tell us a little bit about the the podcast um and the, the show specifically with ian well, basically, right now, with I'm hosting Ian versus Daddy Bones. It's a podcast I've been doing. YouTube, it's a podcast YouTube channel. I've been doing it for the past year. Every week, I've been knocking out it, an hour-long show where I'm basically opening up action figures, and I'm dealing with Masters of the Universe, WWE Elite figures. I'm starting to dabble with uh, Marvel Legends. And some others, Ninja Turtles, and I got some other stuff on deck that's piquing my interest. And, um, you know, basically, it's one of those things that I fell into during the pandemic. Because when we're all stuck in our houses and not able to go anywhere, you know, we're all dealing with it in our own ways. And for me, during the pandemic, I'm stuck at home, remote learning my kids. My wife and I just had a baby who's now three years old. And dealing with that, you know, it changed our family dynamic. And now we're stuck dealing with a pandemic. So with us being stuck in the house, having to remote learn the kids, I was kind of driving myself crazy. So thanks to um, independent wrestler, hybrid Sean Carr, 
I was. Ha ha, Ryan. Ha ha. We're not even three minutes in. We're gonna <laughs> oh, shit. What did I do? <laughs> well, Sean's Sean's a big deal here. Fuck that oh, guy. <laughs> I've never met him. I don't know. I, I can't wait to meet him. Meet him face to face to be like, fuck you, guys. Seventh <laughs> round. What the fuck? Hit him with the double. So long story short, we did. Sorry to interrupt you, Ian. We did like no, a. you're good. We did like a draft, and uh-huh. I I picked Sean Carr like fifth round, and I was like, what the fuck is Sean Carr? He freaked out. First off, it was the fourth round. Whatever. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we had like our picks well, to everybody. He was like, Sean Carr. Who the fuck is Sean Carr? <laughs> well, during the pandemic, he donated he donated some weights to me. And um, he gave me a lifting bar. And because um, I was in the process of getting my son some boxing lessons. And I, with Christmas that, that year, I re- refurbished the basement into like a little basement gym. And of course, the kids wanted nothing to do with it at what once it was done and because of his weight bar and everything that i had i was able to start working out on a daily basis so with being stuck in my house working out and starting to collect action figures you know i had a buddy of mine who back in the day like 2002 you know like a lot of people when eight mile came out you know hey we'll do our own raps so me and my buddy pete formed a rap group and um, that was like years ago, but in 2021, my buddy Pete passed away and had a heart attack. And he was he, he was my best friend, my best man at my wedding. So for a lot of people losing your best friend, it, it changes a dude. And for me, trying to deal with the depression of losing my best friend, I started drinking more than I normally did. But it wasn't becoming a problem. Like I wasn't day drinking or being irresponsible around my kids or none of that. It just became a frequent nightly down in the basement while I get myself solo shit faced while I'm the best DJ ever. You know what I mean? So that basically became my nightly thing. And from collecting the action figures, I basically got myself off alcohol just to call it a new year's resolution and this year i celebrated two years sober so a year a year ago thank you very much a year ago i decided to take all these action figures i was buying because what happened was they came out of with a masters of the universe line out of nowhere like a 40th anniversary resurrection line they're calling origins so there was like a resurgence of like my favorite toy line from when i was a kid and I decided to start buying these figures and it wasn't just, I want to get a He-Man and Skeletor and call it a day. I want to, I want to check everything off the list. I want to knock out every wave as they come out. And that's pretty much what I've been doing for the past three years. So I basically, I used to host a podcast called the original geeks podcast. And I haven't done that in like over five to six years. So I, I wasn't making content. So I wanted to do something new, reinvent myself without feeling like I was doing the same thing. So I started I started doing an action figure unboxing nostalgic memories podcast called Ian versus Daddy Bones because I look at it and the reason I call the show Ian versus Daddy Bones is sometimes, you know, it's you against the world, but sometimes it's you against yourself. And, you know, some days you really are your own worst enemy. So I look at it like that. Some days I'm not having the greatest of days and it's me against me. So that's why it's Ian versus daddy boss. Excellent. Uh, I'll pass it to fat man. Um, 
Slizzy said before we went on there that you and I probably crossed paths maybe once in the wrestling business. Um, what <clears throat> what did you uh, do for Excite? Because I know you worked with Sleazy a bunch. So what was your job over at, at Excite Wrestling in Binghamton? Well, if you if, if you don't if you don't mind me re- rewinding real quick, like, go ahead. Um, I first started getting. I first. Uh, I first got into the local wrestling scene when I was doing the original Geeks podcast because it was like 2010 when ECPW and 2CW were doing shows in the Binghamton area, and because of Facebook at that time, I, I, I found out about wrestling um, promotions in our area, and like a lot of people are fans of ECW because of the violence and the chaos. I was always a fan of how tight niche family unit like that crowd was and how special that venue was. And I always thought like, if we had something like that in Binghamton, that would be absolutely amazing. And not only was this an opportunity for me to check out indie wrestling in my hometown, but it's actually going down in an American Legion that literally was right around the corner from an apartment I used to live in. And it just blew my mind starting to go to these shows. So while hosting a podcast, I kind I, I, met, I, I met a guy, I met a guy named Keith Zimmer because I started, uh, uh. I started seeing posters for ECPW and even seeing local commercials. I think they were bringing beefcake into town. So I basically contact, I, I, I sent out feelers to ECPW and 2CW about, Hey, I host a podcast here in Binghamton. I'd like to help promote your show. Maybe I can do an interview with a wrestler or two. You know what I mean? Just trying to shake hands and just get my foot in it. Not necessarily get my foot in the door, but let them know, hey, I'd really like to help promote if I can, you know? And that's basically how it started. Um, 2CW was doing their own thing, but Keith Zimmer got back to me and basically gave me an opportunity to come to an ECPW show, promote the original Geeks podcast while seeing, you know, the, the product at the American Legion. And from there, you know, that first show, I met so many people like Cage and I beat Green, you know, and from being a local kid, it, it goes back to Sean because I knew Sean Carr before he got in the wrestling business when he was working at a grocery store as a high school kid. You know what I mean? And this was back when my now 23-year-old daughter was like three years old and I'd get her on the weekends. So I remember Sean when he was work doing at the customer service desk. And there was a period of time where I, I remember I wasn't seeing him at the Weiss anymore. And I thought maybe he quit, got a new job. Maybe he went to college. But he was going to wrestling school. And it wasn't until like I, I put I got an opportunity to interview wrestlers and especially I got invited to their wrestling school. That's when I got to see Sean training and I'm like, hey, you're that kid from the Weiss. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? And it's like pretty much once once Keith saw that I knew Sean and he was like, oh, OK, so you guys know each other. Sean pretty much vouched for me to like, and Keith basically gave me an opportunity to do interviews and stuff. So it was basically like baby steps and then EC some of the guys left ECPW and became 3DW so for 3DW with a gentleman named Scott Finout we were filming all of 3DW's content and we were doing a program called 3DW Monster which the two of us produced and it was a 60 minute program of like matches from 3DW they and Fred Spencer was the gentleman who owned it and Fred got it on our local CBS affiliate 
And um, basically, I st- long story short, I went from being a ring announcer and like doing ring crew and tear down after shows to filming promos backstage and, um, you know, all the B-roll stuff and eventually becoming a manager. And that's how I met Sleazy because I happened to be managing Mark House at the time. And Sleazy, I believe you were the attorney. Yeah, I was playing... Uh... Uh, Mark's attorney at that point. Because he had a whole entourage of yeah. active dudes. Just trying to get as many managers as humanly possible to come down in the ring with him. It was it was actually a great bit, honestly, because it was it, it got so ridiculous at one point. There, he had like five or six managers coming down the ring with him. Yeah, it was he just had a social media guy. He had yeah. his, um, he, he had his Italian goon. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Rocco. Yeah. God. Um. But yeah, that that's where we kind of met. Um, obviously, Mark trained me um, it, up in Rochester, and that's how I broke into Excite was because of Mark vouching for me there. Uh, Deets, I'll, I'll pass it along to you for a question. No, for me, it's just like we all. Oh, Ryan took off. No, he, he no, I got it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, sorry, caught me. So for me, like, it sounds like you were big and heavy into the ECW, I'm guessing early days or late days? Or just um, all of I'm, Well, I'm going to say, like, I graduated high school June of 98. Um, okay. So in my junior year and senior year was when I got an opportunity to learn how to edit videos on, like, old-ass old VHS editing machines for, like, film and video one and two courses so now that I was like able to figure, learn how to edit videos and make my own commercials for like school projects, when I went back and watched ECW, the production value looked so guerrilla and underground while being state of the art in the way that, that Paulie would do his own commercials that he would edit into a show before it goes to actual commercial breaks like that in itself was genius. And the fact that he would just steal music and you're going to hear white zombie or Metallica, whether they're paying money or not. And it was just that blatant in your face pirate feel to it was just so amazing to me and pretty much influenced everything I ever did from like self-production, whether it was music or a podcast. Uh, so Fair enough. And that, I, I got one more for him. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Go for I'm, it. I'm super enthralled. What's the What's the big gem? Everybody's if you're a collector, you got a gem. Um, two months. I'm waiting for my attorney a crowdfund to ship. Wow. Honestly, if I could share this story, um, a year and a half ago, um, it was uh, it was like July. They had San Diego Comic Con 2022, and um. Mattel at their booth unveiled the Eternia crowdfund, which back in 1986, it was a hundred dollar three tower masters of the universe playset suspended by a monorail track. And basically when it came out in 86, it was brand new Nintendo money. So for them to bring it back in this 40th anniversary celebration, they wanted $550 for the crowdfund. And, and, at first it was possibly doable, but then at the last moment we had some responsibilities and bills and it looked like the lump sum to take care of it, I wasn't gonna ha- have, and my wife gave me the thumbs down, but I basically found a way to work around it and through the magic of shop payment loans, 
I was able to finance that through 12 payments and through having the Patreon for the first year of Ian versus Daddy Bones, I could honestly say all of my Patreon subscribers have funded 60% of Eternia. Oh, that's awesome. So <clears throat> that, that's the one grail I'm most waiting for right now. Because my wife said no, I kind of made it work. She really wasn't exactly happy, but at the end of the day, I didn't get hit with divorce papers for Christmas, so that's a plus. God bless the positives. Right? I'm trying to find a, a, a quick picture of it, but um, I, honestly, they're, it's not... I'll, I'll show it on camera here. Um, While you're doing that, I got... So when a guest comes on, I like to say... I like to ask this question. What got you into pro wrestling? Like, as a fan, um, what hooked you into it? Um, honestly, I'm going to say my parents got divorced when I was three. And next thing I know, my mom and I are living in Florida with my grandparents. We're living in a crappy apartment that, that got broken into, like the door kicked in by scumbags, like at least three times when I was like three to four years old. And my dad showed up. My mom and dad got back together. We came to New York. So basically, when my parents got back together and remarried, we're living together in our first apartment as a brand new family. My dad gets cable, and it was one of those early 80s cable box that's you know that exactly the double, what you mean. Yep. The double mm -hmm. flip buttons. Yep. And be, be, between the magic of MTV being new, cable, and the USA network, it was the rock and wrestling era between the two networks that basically put Hulk Hogan on my TV. And while it was Hulk Hogan that did not get me into wrestling, the first match I ever saw was the Hart Foundation against the Killer Bees. So it was Brett the Hitman Hart tagging with Jim Neidhart that got me hooked as a wrestling fan because I'm looking at this long-haired guy with his greasy, wet hair strutting around like a, like a like you know like he's hot shit with the sunglasses and then he hops up on the on the turnbuckle and the and no offense but the fat guy with the beard goes over and takes the sunglasses off because Mr. Wet Hair can't take off his own sunglasses and I thought that was the coolest thing ever uh no offense taken my name is Fat Man so <laughs> if there's uh, offense uh, happening on this show we're doing it right right so <laughs> mine's kind of a similar story cable box but I went to TBS and I went to the NWA and the first person I ever saw was Dusty Rhodes. I can't See, tell I you the first match I ever eggs. saw but the first person I remember seeing was Dusty Rhodes. I remember was, being confused because I was like five, six years old and my dad bought me a Pro Wrestling Illustrated so I remember flipping through the pictures and staring at a picture of Ric Flair facing Ricky Steamboat. And I never, and I, I'm like, wait a minute, how could that happen? Ricky Steamboat is the dragon in WWF and Ric Flair is not in the, like, I didn't even know that. No, there's that more was companies out there. Yeah. 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 So my but, first exposure was the NWA and I am not a Hulk Hogan fan. Never have been, never will be. Um, I just never saw the appeal because I grew up on the NWA. So I, went to flair dusty um brought Hart was actually my guy um when i watched the wwf it was Bret Hart. so Bret yeah. Hart was always my my main guy and it's one of those moments where when owen showed up 
Owen immediately became my my second favorite just because that's the little brother of my favorite wrestler. And it's like Owen Hart himself has had such an impact on me that that's I, I named my firstborn son after Owen. So my I have a 16 year old Owen. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite feuds of all time is Brett Owen and Ryan. I don't know where he went. <clears throat> I said the greatest cage match I've ever seen was Brett Owen. He's like, it's not a real cage match. All he do is moves inside cages. I'm like, that's way more than what they did in that match. The psychology in that match. There's also stories about, about yes. it where they both want, yeah, they they wanted they wanted it to be psychological instead the, of just violence. Yeah, and that's the best still cage match I've ever seen. Still have ever seen. So, but it's hard yeah. not to enjoy that. It really isn't. Uh, especially when you feel the the aura behind why it existed in the first place. Um, just quickly to cover what I God damn pal, uh, God damn, yeah. This is what Ian's talking okay. about. Um, yeah, this it doesn't come with all the figures, but like like I said, yeah, back God in the eighties, that was brand new Nintendo money, so it makes sense that it's PlayStation Five money. But my whole thing is, I'm not opening it. I'm keeping it in the box and I, I, I do not want to open it because the problem with the vintage eighties version was those tracks was made of such a brittle plastic that that was the first thing to go. And I don't even, I mean, I know it's been 40 years. They've had plenty of opportunities, especially with their hot wheels plastic to make improvements for durability, but I still don't want to take any chance because if anything, um, I mean, I've had some people mocking me for doing Ian versus Daddy Bones, basically saying, oh, he's just trying to be like Matt Cardona. Not, you know, I mean, that, that shows a great inspiration for me, along with Pixel Dan and Toy Habits and whatnot. But the thing is, I flat out saw Matt Cardona debate whether or not he wanted to cut the tape on a 40-year-old Millennium Falcon that was still new in the box. And even the guy that owned this toy store that sold him the millennium falcon was like that thing's gonna lose half its value the minute you cut that tape so part of me just wants to hold on to it just to smile at it in the morning while i have my coffee and yell at my dog to don't pee on the couch we don't go inside so (laughs) literally what i just had to do not even 30 seconds ago i'm I'm gonna say that for ryan all the time this is a pre this was a pre-order they came with the WWE 2K games, Balor from NXT, oh, Demon nice. Balor. Where you're a figure guard. That's what I grabbed at first. I was like, he should appreciate this. Very cool. I got way I, too many wrestling Funkos to even show you. But I did get a grail for Christmas, which I was fucking ecstatic about. What was that? So, it's a limited edition uh, Judas Priest Rob Halford. Wow. And my wife found it in... Some sort of you uh, like thrift shop, three bucks. Is it in the? Is it still in the package or in is the it packaging? Never. Do you do you know what the company is on the box? What the manufacturer is? Oh, it's Funko. It's Funko. Oh, okay. Yeah, I it, it looked it right up. Buys four hundred twenty bucks on it right now. There's nice. a there's a company called Loyal Subjects. They have a line called BST AXN. They're really popular with their Ninja Turtles right now. But we have a local store in Binghamton called Sound Around. And the last time I was there, I saw that BST AXN had an Ozzy Osbourne figure. And it just looked absolutely ridiculous of Ozzy with like three alternate heads and whatnot. Nice. Three alternate heads. Yeah, making different faces. 
Alternate I, heads are a big thing in the figure company now. Actually, no, um, around Christmas time, right before <laughs> Christmas, I got my ultimate Kurt Angle in the mail. And the ultimate Kurt Angle face actually comes with the Kurt. crying Kurt. Oh, wow. So I'm going to have him posed on the shelf on his knees with the belt around his waist, holding his two two gold medals in the air while he's just making the crying face. That's pretty awesome. But they have an AJ Styles figure that has the alternate head with where where he's got the Cameron Diaz thing going with his hair. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because it, it's made to get put on a stand, so he's doing the Pele kick. And his hair's hanging, and gravity's doing his thing with the hair. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's specific with why, why it was designed. Okay, so um, let's, um, we're going to move on a little bit here. Right. Um, Boys. So, Boys. Uh, Seven. It's Rumble <laughs> Week. It's <laughs> fucking Rumble Week. It is Rumble Week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, Taking Sleazy's money and then I get drunk and then he takes it right back. Okay. Um, so, right? Before we go anywhere else on discussions on anything we talk about for the Rumble, I want everybody's who they think is going to win before we talk about anything else. Who's winning okay. the Royal Rumble? Men's and women's. Okay. Uh... Well, no, we'll go. Ian, Ian's the guest. He can go first. Yes, he goes first. Of course. I'm going to say. With everything that's been going on, based on what I'm hearing, I mean, because we all hear the same internet rumors, I'm sure, with message boards. But I honestly think with the way Raw had had Cody and Punk staring each other down, I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of have another Batista John Cena (laughs) or a Brett Lex Luger moment where both of them go out and are the last two. And it has to be settled at Elimination Chamber. I left the women's. No, yeah, I don't want to discuss. This is where it all gets fucked up. I don't want to discuss. I just want the picks to hear the hot, fresh gossip. Um, <laughs> Who do you want? You got, okay, you got your dual thing. Un- Who's winning the un- women's? Unfortunately, at the moment, I really don't have a pick for the women's rumble, and it has not. I'm not being sexist or saying I don't care about it by any hey, means. Sure. It's just I haven't been paying attention enough to the female storylines. The only thing with that, because honestly, I don't have cable. I'm not able to watch a full episode of Raw. Um, I get the majority of what I see from Raw off the clips that they put on social media, especially when it's full segments. So I get to see the whole thing in its entirety. So for the most part, I've been catching up on the social media clips without being able to watch a full episode. So usually when it comes to the women's, the, the women's, it's usually just been... I, I've been catching glimpses of Becky Lynch and Nia Jax, but I know Rhea Ripley is is the women's champion, and there's there, there's so many elements right now that it's kind of without me going out of my way to focus on paying attention to it, it's hard for me to give an answer. Punk, Bailey. God damn it, you stole my thunder. I was going to say Bailey, too. I didn't think anyone was going to say Bailey but me. I, I 100% was going to say Bailey. Yeah, I think it's going to be Punk Bailey. and Bailey. Punk and Bailey. Punk and Bailey, yeah. I think it's going to be Cody and Bailey. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to do Cody back-to-back here. I have. I, I, I agree That's with, the, with Cody. Oh. But 
I wouldn't mind seeing Randall win. He's not. I don't think he's going to win. You cannot say he's not in it just because he's in the Fatal Four. No, I never said that. I, I said I don't think. He's, I think the Final Four. I wouldn't. I, like I said, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, he that make oh. him a three-time winner. Correct. That that's where I get that at. The other thing is, what's one thing that's never happened in a royal in a women's Royal Rumble that has never happened before? A man. <laughs> Somebody making their debut and winning it. Are you thinking Jade? Jade Cargill. Gross. That would be gross. gross. But it would it it kind of makes sense in my world. Disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely, because that means she's getting force fed to Rhea. <laughs> Disgusting. And no. No, you're not going to debut with someone in the Rumble, have them win, and then force feed them somebody no, else. No, hell no. No, you're, no. she's she's going to beat EO. Vince made, a, Vince made a fortune saying anything can happen. I mean, anything could happen. Um, final four of the men's, Cody, Punk, Drew. Gunther? Gunther. I'm going to say Nakamura. No. Because the whole Cody, no, the whole Cody Nakamura feud. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. Nakamura's going to be final six. But Gunther's definitely. Here's where I get to throw a little shit in all episode. Two people have appeared in the final four of every single Royal Rumble match they have been in. Who are they? Well, Gunther. Gunther's won. Multiple Royal Rumbles. Fuck you! Orton? Punk, uh, you no. can't do Punk. Was it Orton? Cena? No. No, not, I don't know. Cena and Orton were both jobbers at one point, but Undertaker? What? Undertaker. Roman Reigns has appeared in Reigns. six Royal Rumbles and has been in the Final Four uh, every time. Batista has been in five Royal Rumbles and has been in the Final Four every time. Wow. That's an interesting one. Right? I like that, I like that uh, one. This one popped up on that fucking Oh, I know video. now. Or in 2004. Duh, Mick Foley. Okay. Uh, this one popped up on the video on Raw, so miss, pissed me off. Who? How much is the most eliminations accumulative for the Women's Royal Rumble, and who is it? For the Women's? For the Women's. Nia? That's what I, I hope saying. not. No. Nia has Rhea. 20 total eliminations over wow. the whole yeah, Rio went Very ham nice. on the, like last year. I think it was the last Rumble she yeah. went crazy. There's only been four women to have appeared in every single women's Royal Rumble. Natty. Natalia. Yeah. Natalia is one. Who's the other three? Natty was said in the video the other three weren't. Belair? No. Uh, uh Molly Holly. No. No. One isn't with the company anymore. Sasha. Yeah, that's, that's gonna end this year. Sasha Maybe. was in the last year. Naomi. No, he wasn't in the last year. Dana Brooke oh, is the one that's uh, not with the company anymore. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, other two are Amina. God damn it, she ain't going in anymore. She retired. And live and live Morgan. Live Morgan. Interesting. Never would have guessed them ever. Oscar I'm, missed I'm one year. I only have two more left, so I'm just doing them out. <laughs> okay. Highest number of wrestlers to eliminate one wrestler. Why does the men's record and why does the women's record? Uh, eight for the men. 
I'm going to say six for the women. Incorrect. Incorrect. All right, seven then. Ho. Seven's always the answer. Oh, wait. The other two would like to have an answer, I suppose. Seven's always the answer. Why don't I say seven? Well, it's got the person being eliminated is probably either Braun Strowman or like Mark Henry or somebody. It had to have been like, no. It wasn't? No. I'm thinking Greg Colley. No. Was the one being eliminated? No, the one being eliminated on the men's side. Diesel. Yoko. Viscera. Oh, oh, Mabel. In, in oh, two, so 12. In 2007, Viscera required nine wrestlers to eliminate him. Nice. Second place, Mabel took seven wrestlers <laughs> to eliminate him in 1994. Same person. God damn it. The women's record is held by Nia Jax. Last year's Rumble, 11 women eliminated her. Wow. They all said, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> That's an hey, assist. If we eliminate her, she can't hurt us. No Including the greatest Royal Rumble. All the Royal Rumbles, but that one seems to be the bastard one. But for this statistic, this one is included. So including the greatest Royal Rumble, out of the top 10 Iron Man Royal Rumble performances, how many of them have won the Rumble? Like that, their Iron Man performance was also... They won that rumble of the top ten. Two. Um, four. Hold on. <laughs> Two off the top of my head. Two off the top of my head. Three. I got three off the top of my head. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking four. Well, is this including the women's rumble? I'm thinking three. Does that include the women's rumble? This is just the men's times. Okay. Um. The three. I think it's got to be four. The three off the top of my head is Benoit, Mysterio, and Edge. Oh, I didn't um, think about Edge. Um, I, I didn't. Really? Yeah, I didn't think. I don't think of him as an Iron Man. He was number one. Yeah, and I don't think. <laughs> honestly, I don't think about it. Um, I'm shocked you can't remember. The answer is four. Deets is correct. I'm shocked you can't remember the other person. Flair. <laughs> oh, that's is. stupid. Flair. I'm so like, wait a minute. There's got to be another one. Flair. Yeah, Flair came in at three. Yeah. So the times go as this down the list. Daniel Bryan spent one hour, 16 minutes, and five seconds in the greatest Royal Rumble. Gunther has the record for the traditional 30-man, which is one hour, 11 minutes, and 40 seconds. Rey Mysterio did an hour and two minutes and 15 seconds. Benoit did an hour and one minute and 35 seconds. Bob Backlund, 1993, did one hour and one minute and 10 seconds. Triple H in 2006 did one hour and 16 seconds. So I hate to say we're Mysterio that year. Jericho in 2017 did one hour and 13 minutes. Ric Flair did one hour and two seconds in 92. Reigns did 59 minutes and 48 seconds in 2016. Edge did 58 minutes and 30 seconds in 2021. Wow. Technically, Randy Orton is tied with Edge for 10th because they started that rumble. Because, yeah. like, one and two doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, let, let's go with that. Will the record be broken no. this year? No. 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 Maybe maybe no. Wim, yeah, I agree with Ryan. Women's maybe men's no. Unless Gunther does it again. Like, like we've we've already kind of take it this year. 
we've already kind of talked about the 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 actual rumble matches a little bit. We've already given our uh, picks and opinions on that. Um, we have two other matches that have been announced. Uh, the Fatal Four Way, which is Rain, uh, Reigns, Orton, AJ Styles, LA Knight, um, and then we have yeah, Logan yeah. Paul versus Kevin Owens uh, for the U.S. title. Logan uh, Paul wins. LOL. The yeah, Dude, that's gonna be a fucking match though. Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's start that's with that. Be a fucking match. No. That's gonna now, be a really good match for Logan Paul wins. LOL. I. Does anybody have a different opinion of that? I don't, because Paul might as well drop the title at Mania at this point. Yep. No, the money, the big money's at Mania. As we just said, he's going to drop oh, the yeah, title yeah, at Mania. Okay. I, heard him, I heard him wrong. Don't drop that. <laughs> have you met him? You met the fucker? If you opened up your ears, you shut your mouth more, you'd be able to hear better. See, I'm... Look, <laughs> like Sleazy said, he's a, I'm, I'm the guest... I don't really know, like, who who you guys are, like, you know, watching for and whatnot. And I'm looking at it like, I don't know, like, take Logan Paul. I don't know what everybody's opinion of Logan Paul is. All I know is, for me watching it, I've kind of enjoyed, like, his whole being a celebrity crossing over. You know what I mean? I, 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 found, I, I found, like, him being respectful of the business, like, learning what he needs to do. You know what I mean? He's fitting in perfectly and he's getting it. So he's amazing to watch a lot of the shit he's able to do. And I think they're going to keep building him. I don't know if he's necessarily going to drop the belt at WrestleMania. I think he is going to beat Kevin Owens and hold on to it. But I think there's for the, it's not like, Lawrence Taylor making a one-time appearance. It's not like they're having Pamela Anderson just show up to wave at people in the crowd. He's under contract. He's getting paid money. And he's putting, I mean, like all of them, he's putting his body on the line. But I feel he's got that extra edge to prove to not just the WWE audience, but he has his own personal audience that some are even in disbelief that he's even in WWE. So I think they're gonna get as much out of Logan Paul as they can. So I th- I think the he's gonna keep the belt for a while. Yeah, I, I think Logan Paul is an absolutely fantastic athlete. Uh, Sleazy thinks he's a piece of shit, but also he thinks is. he's a fantastic athlete. Um, Sleazy thinks he's a piece of shit. Japan won't let Logan Paul back in, so like yeah. that's fine. He he's he's paying his punishment. Get over it. I will not, for one. How dare you respect disrespect Japan? And he apologized after. That's how this world works. You do something stupid, you apologize. Everybody's happy. Nope. Not not this asshole. Hey, Michelle apologizes to me every time she fucks you. She says she does something stupid, so that's fair. <laughs> that is very fair. Jesus. Um Universal <laughs> title. Undisputed World Heavyweight Universal Championship of the World. AJ Styles is one hundred percent taking the pin in that in that match. But who's making the pin? Right, Reigns. Think. Reigns make, yeah. I mean, he could do the ultimate baller thing again and stack them. Stack them <laughs> like he did in WrestleMania, because that was yeah, fucking I, cool. Like as, I, my, as my scorecard will say this weekend. 
Reigns is not eating, making the pin this weekend. What? Orton's winning you that belt. Reigns dropping? Orton's winning that belt. No. Yeah, but then that. my prediction for WrestleMania can't happen if he loses the belt. What's your prediction? If um if it if we do get Reigns versus the Rock at WrestleMania, I'm predicting um his daughter's gonna turn on him and join the bloodline. Oh. They can do all of that and they don't need the belt. They got the, the they, belt. They Very got the big fucking red necklace. Rock versus Very Roman true. doesn't need the belt. But does WrestleMania really need Rock versus Roman? No, but SummerSlam no. does. I think it's one of those type of things where the internet wants it to happen and is trying to make it happen. Because all I know is, like, we got that anim- we got that animated Into the Spider Verse movie, yep. and then after that movie hit theaters, everybody on the social media is like, "Oh my God, they need to do a movie with Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield." And then they and then we got Spider Man No Way Home, and. They made they wished it into reality. Hey, someone and, stopped you right there. Sleazy will have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. Nope. He well, watches uh, 1970s TV <laughs> shows, so I don't. That's what he's watching today. So oh, I love different strokes. Different strokes is amazing. Ryan loves different strokes, but it's the wrong different strokes. That's not true. <laughs> you sit on your hand for like five minutes. Goes numb. It's like a stranger jerking you off. Yeah, just a, just a stranger. That's just different strokes. See, babe, I told you it wasn't weird. Miss <laughs> Rudder, you move my arm. You move yours. It's okay. The way we get Dutch Rudder, yes. Double Dutch Rudder, double Dutch Rudder. The way we get <laughs> Rock, the way we get Rock and Roman at Mania without having to worry about the belt is Orton the belt. Okay, who the hell is this Julian saying that No Way Home wasn't that great though? Uh, one, we're a wrestling podcast, but two, fuck off. Hey, Julian's good people. Julian's my people. Hey, well, hey that hey, explains it then. Hey, you can Julian yell at people about Spider-Man on your really on other stream. podcast. Yeah, that's just I'm going to leave our reins on this podcast. Okay. I did. Or- Orton wins the belt because they don't need the belt for Mania. And if Reigns is still the champion at Mania, there's going to be a clear – there's no way The Rock – there's no way Jay Briscoe is winning the Ring of Honor title. No, it's not – No I- way The Rock is becoming the undisputed universal – 100% correct. Because one- no, because he goes over. Because one, Rock and Roman is not happening at this WrestleMania. Well, I oh, think I they disagree. Wanted it happened last year, and his schedule wouldn't permit it. Yeah, this, then this again, is they a, had Co- Cody's story. I, I, I just don't, don't see it this year. Cody to come back. So again, Cody's story doesn't have to end with Roman. One hundred percent. It ends with the belt. It ends with the belt. Uh, so, but I just see Cody Roman again. Again. I'm fine either way, to be honest. I just don't think Mania needs... I'm not against Rock Roman Mania. I don't think WrestleMania needs it. That, that's just that's just my thinking. It just doesn't need it. We got um, a lot of firepower in the WWE currently. They've already tried to get Rock Roman twice in the yep. past two WrestleManias and shit's fucked up. Realistically, it all depends on the Rock schedule. And now that he part of the board of directors of TKO, mm-hmm. I think his schedule is going to be cleared up enough that this is the main year to pull the trigger. Don't wait till SummerSlam. This man's also a fucking movie star and all that shit. If you got three months now. So if Orton does win, that does leave Elimination Chamber for Reigns-Orton rematch. But at the same time, isn't Reigns not going to be at Elimination Chamber? 
Exactly. Correct. So Roman goes away. Until Mania. Yeah. The build is that. The fantasy booking over exertion in me goes rock costs him the belt at the rumble. But that's just me getting all fanboy and all this. What this, I this. can see is Jimmy and Solo interfering. Then maybe Rock comes out, clears them up, and then Orin hits RKO wins because Roman's distracted or whatever. You don't need, like I said, you don't need Roman to take the pin. Just the way I see it is I just don't think Roman's losing. But again, I think AJ Styles is 100% taking the pin. Because LA ain't night's not, he's too hot, and Orange just came back. So, so well, like, nice Styles is the one that could afford to take the pin. I want to add on to your situation just a, a real quick. If never mind, never mind, never mind. Well, what I was gonna say real quick is I hear Roman, I hear Solo. The only other thing I don't hear being a factor in the match is Jimmy and Jay because they still have their still their their thing mm-hmm. going in the background and I kind of like how it's going to like, it's heading to this brother versus brother. And I like how the ones in blood colors and the other ones in crypt colors. So it's like, they're at gang wars yep. with each other. So, so um, I, 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 I just wonder how that's going to factor in. One of two things could happen. Either they're going to do Jimmy versus Jay mania and maybe plant since ground jewel. Anyways, that's been a plant since ground jewel. Thank you. Got to get the shit in. Um, and you can have Jay come down, like, and then just take care of, like, Jimmy and Rock come down solo or whatever. Or, here's an interesting twist. Maybe have Jay go back to the bloodline? I mean, I don't want that to happen, but they're both on different shows. But maybe that it, – it, like, we're talking about this. I love that we talk about this. I always say it. We don't know. That's what makes it fun. You know what would be cool? If they booked and hired enough fucking Samoans or War Games to be nutting bottom. <laughs> I mean, Jacob Fatu is out Jacob's there. Jacob's out there. Um, Tamatonga. Tonga Loa. Yeah. Got... Right off the bat, we only need eight. <laughs> um, there's, there's somebody right, else. Bring back Rakishi. Uh, Lance. Top Lance, page, thank baby. you. King, you to... got King Haku can, can, can crawl in the damn cage. Yeah, there you go. There's I'm enough of sure Bring bring Yokozuna I, back from the dead. He'll be. Good. I don't know if it's racist to put eight Samoan savages in a cage and let them at each other, <laughs> but it'll make money. The Samo- uh, what is it? The Samoan Samoan uh, warfare. Yeah. Um, I I was I was it's terrible. You, okay, you know that. so here's the thing: we need if we're going to do Jimmy versus Jay, we need Sasha back so we can have. Snoop play out Jay and we go dig up Biggie and have Biggie no, play out you have Jimmy. The game oh, sing out. No, just the game get the holograms. They had the hologram shit. <laughs> Fair. Uh, again, no entrance talk. will ever top Dominic Mysterio from last year, but they can try. They, can try. they put yeah. out a top 2023 20, entrances. Mysterio was number three. I appreciated that. What? No, not that one. Oh, okay. I I didn't know. I I I'm, I'm I don't watch the product here. I'm oh no, that's a trigger to me. You know, watch so, the fucking product <laughs> that we talk about all the time. That's a trigger for me. Well, actually, 
That actually goes right into a segue into news and rumors, actually. And it actually kind of touches on. Uh, so, Ian, do you have Netflix? Yes. So one of the things that I complain about constantly is that I don't have access to Raw or SmackDown. And the joke is, well, it doesn't matter. I don't watch the product. But I don't have USA Network. I don't have Fox because I'm in a fucking area where I can't even get local TV stations without paying 70 bucks to Xfinity right now. So I don't have access to any weeklies right now. Well... As noted today, already online. It's a it's a lot it's a lot easier to do it these days, but we won't talk about it. Um, Five billion with a B dollars for ten years for Raw and international uh, PLEs and Raw SmackDown NXT internationally. Flip it. I'm and, considered and, international. And, excuse me. They have the option to opt out after five years yep. if they're not happy. Mm-hmm. And if they're pleased, they can auto-renew for an, for another decade. So we yeah, could be so looking we, at the next 20 years yep, of so, WWE on Netflix. So we, we, before anyone came on me and so talked about that, and I said yes. WWE would not put a clause in there for an auto-renewed if they don't get – they, they, that price has got to go up. So if their right. Netflix is happy with it, there's probably like an increase in price for the rights so, fees. In, in there has that. to be. WWE would never put, never allow that to happen unless that fee goes up. So more than likely, you're probably right on that. The big thing that I noticed when reading through all the fucking news that dropped today was if you have Netflix Premium, you will be able to watch Raw. No commercials. So probably what they would do is this is just me just thinking because I didn't hear that. I was kind of wondering. I was going to bring that up. What tier is it on? Is it on the whole tier or do you get commercials? Do you not? I'm pretty sure that there'll probably be commercials in. How does it work live? Well, that's another interesting thing is that... And I was going to bring that up too. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. You'll probably... Because Raw, you still get feed throughout the whole thing, just no commentary. So they'll probably go, for people watching on Netflix Premium, you could be with us. Because that's what AEW used to do, remember? Mm-hmm. If you're watching, that's what they'll probably do. Um, and then this break's sponsored by Twix. You know, they're going to be ads, but there may not be commercials. No, it'll be the same thing that we saw earlier last year is yeah. you'll have the matches by well we're still having it now blue black or so when those commercials one. are on that's what you're going to get i got one what if the when we go to a commercial we show p- picture in picture of the match continuing what if you're watching the match you just get the picture in picture ads as you're watching the match so that it plays as you watch that was another thing I was going to bring up. They also have ads point. through the actual banners themselves. I mean, fuck, they're now live. Yeah, so I, that's what I was saying about too. Maybe they do. For if you're not enjoy this picture in picture, if other one watching on the other one, here's commercials. Like they could do that too. It's a possibility. I mean, they it's a business. They're going to make money either way. And I know Sleazy was like that. It's 
what is it? Ten billion for five years. He's I think with five. Yeah, billion, I, five I, billion for ten. It's ten billion for five years. But since he did also have the international rights are in that too. So it's two billion a year. And what were they doing? That's still a huge amount of. That's for huge. one show. We're, we're not even talking huge. SmackDown or NXT. That is right. huge. Now here's um, my thing. Peacock's still going to be a thing, right? For like the five dollars so, a month. Yes. So what it is is essentially all the international rights. Whatever current deals are in place too. Yeah. Like Peacock's yeah. with WWE deals like till 2025. Whatever current deals are in place are staying in place, in place. until yeah. they expire. I guess then it's bye bye. Yeah. So essentially, is for U.S. customers. Well, I don't only, think so. You get, you get P, all the PLEs are in Peacock. For international customers, they're all Netflix. Me, right? Not w, yeah. no more WWE. Well, you can still fuck WWE. that asshole up there. Right, but watch me still be able to get the channel as a regular channel with Bell because in Canada we're fucked like that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But. So, one of the other things that kind of made everyone's head kind of cock um, was the fact that Netflix doesn't do live streaming, really. No. Right. They do two things. So, in the last 12 months, they've streamed six items. Um, Chris Rock... Love is like blind. Iheart Radio Awards or something stupid like that. Screen Actors Guild. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, Netflix Maybe. Cup and then Netflix Slam, which is their own produced stuff. So technically, this would be the very first weekly show that they stream live on Netflix. Question. Yes. Um. So say you have Peacock. And, you know, Raw used to go on. So, say, last night's Raw will be on Peacock a month later. That's just the mm-hmm. way it is. Can you go back the next day and watch it off on Netflix? Don't know. Don't know. But is there, like, like, episode listings you can watch on Netflix? Yeah. and that, that would that's... be another interesting, too. You can binge watch Raws. Like, I missed Raw the last month. Binge watch it. Binge watch it. It's a new... It's... If they could, that's pretty. Actually, I think it's a really good idea. So they wait, got the entire I'm fucking saying. library of Raw. That's a fucking. All of they're, us are fucking wet dreaming. I'm not sure they'll right do that because not WWE just never going to do Raw. They are going to have a lot of shit on Netflix with WWE yeah. now. Yep, because they got they. They already said they're going to do TV TV shows and movies based on WWE intellectual properties. Mm-hmm. WWE, Netflix and WWE just had a baby and it's about to explode for wrestling fans. But you know what the biggest deal I I think coming out of this is? Everyone keeps talking about Raw celebrates 31 years. After 31 years, Raw is leaving television, which means with this Netflix deal, ratings no longer mean shit for Monday Night Raw. Correct. Um, I've been saying ratings don't matter for years. Right. For for WWE because they're an established product cable changing so if this works AEW is on HBO Max within a year oh yeah without question yes Mm -hmm. without question I agree with that and Smackdown being on US 
it's gonna it's gonna change. Everything's now changed, and God, this deal just changed. Channel now. Here's the thing: that even if this doesn't work, the world has changed in that respect mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now the the weirdo Thursday night football shit now becomes legitimate because now we can say okay we have weekly episodic live shows on Netflix where is the next step and i hate to bring up sports but it is a real uh real pusher here because that's where most of viewership comes from these days especially when you talk about network tv and now you're starting to talk about youtube tv getting nfl sunday ticket you know we have obviously the thursday night football i referenced before on amazon now we have netflix stepping into live streaming on a weekly basis where is cable being left now and also rewinding it too, even before WWE launched WWE Network, Vince McMahon had dreams of having a WWE cable network, but that's beside the point. What I'm getting at is with WWE Network um, being a streaming service, and it's before WWE Network launched, mainstream sports tried dipping their toes in the water first with like Game Pass. I mean, I don't even know what the name of the service is. Big Pass, MLB.TV. Yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying. I I don't watch regular sports like that, so I don't really know what their streaming subscription services was. But I I, Mm -hmm. direct TV comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Now, question is, does Raw stay on Monday nights or does it matter anymore? So it matters anymore. It doesn't matter, but Nick Khan who is the president or whatever you want to call him of WWE actually was on Pat McAfee's show today. And he said that raw is staying on Monday nights. Okay. It's Monday night raw. It is Monday night. It has to be like Taco Tuesday. It has to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even SmackDown doesn't have that, you know, because they've been waffling back and forth between Thursday and Friday nights over its history, but it's always, yeah. And Tuesdays when they were alive for a while. Uh, so Monday Night Raw has always been Monday Night Raw, unless well, Nick Khan Club. Nick Khan also, also said a month ago, Raw doesn't necessarily have to be on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So he does. Well, there, there's the thing is that they were hedging their bets just in case they a network TV. Yeah, look what happened. They just got fucking Brinks truck after Brinks truck after big. <laughs> fucking dropped on him like it was fucking Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Do you think AEW moves to Mondays no. on cable? No. No. Actually, um, that wouldn't... They could, but I don't think they, they could. Will. but they I need mean, to rebuild. Actually, they put Dynamite no, 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 on Mondays and put Collision on Wednesdays. You're Well, no, you're actually onto something because sometimes... Rampage on Fridays, Monday, they, Wednesday, Fridays. They get preempted for basketball and hockey. Uh-huh. Even on TV, and especially when March comes in the in the, well then you then you then we well, got not on but putting that on Monday means they don't get preempted. That's fair. You know they're only preempted once or twice a year, but especially during playoff yeah. season. But then you also got to deal with the dogs, especially around this time of year, Monday Night Football. Well, WWE's been doing that for years, but they're more. Well, they've been around for years. 
Yeah. They don't yeah. even deal with that yeah. for 30 years. They know how to combat in Monday Night Football. Yeah. So moving it to Monday, not a bad idea, but also... They have some challenge. barely beat NXT, man. Like, what the fuck are they going to do against Monday Night Football? Yeah. Right. I think that's a... I don't know. I mean, for me I would personally... Say, I would say keep it on the night that you're established, quote-unquote. I'd like a to see a new Monday, but that needs to revamp. Like What's nobody's that? business. Say that again. Say that again, Deeds. I said I wouldn't mind if they moved it to Monday, but that roster needs a complete overhaul then of how they deal with their talent. Because right now know. it's literally just <laughs> splish splash. I hate to say it, but they're lost without Maxwell. Well, and don't worry. Adam Copeland is a regular person in AEW. Yes, correct. Fuck. And it's just weird. How quickly they turned him into a regular guy. Yep. Dude, he's Thank wrestling you. fucking, what, Serpentico or whatever? Fuck off. I mean, pun intended, he lost his edge and he walked into it. That's um, a good fucking point. I like that. I, I... At this point in time, they really need to look into themselves and say, what what's talent do we have here and where can we put them in a place where they can really truly flourish the 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 edges the the christian cages the 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 stings although sting is not going to be there much longer but all these you know elder statesmen of their roster should be really truly trying to get their next generation of talent over and it's not happening no it's it, it really isn't so you're telling uh, me this is AEWCW? Potentially, yes. I think it's becoming TNA at a point to where extras would get dark match opportunities and tryouts for WWE just to have Bradshaw stick his head in the door and say, TNA, TNA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, TNA's back, bitches. Yes. Hey, I'm very impressed with their entire makeover uh, and resurrection. Disa did be a papa, so he had to leave. <laughs> Um, okay. So I'm speaking gonna... of W A E W C W, you see what Meltzer said about AEW's attendance. I did not. He w said two thousand like. Every time they go to the venue, it's like lower and lower. They're getting like two thousand people at a venue. Now, and... I'm gonna look up what he said. Um, While you... you're looking it up, I'm gonna do. I I remembered a couple of them, so I'm just gonna do the five A versus Bs that I had. Okay. Oh, cool. I uh, can't remember I did this first one, but I want to do it again with all the talk of everything. TNA or Ring of Honor? Which one to choose? This isn't current. This is full-time, right? This is all time. And if you want me to put a fancy spin on it, you, you, get, you own the complete copy. And as it's going new or whatever, you get that stuff too, but you own the footage. Would you rather have and be able to watch TNA from the beginning? Or Ring of Honor from the beginning. Which means which one do you like more? Like, I'm gonna say the Ring of Honor, Honor. Behind them. I'm gonna say Ring of Honor only because there's an evolution of young talent where TNA's early years was a lot of talent at WWE, like basically AJ Styles. They had him under contract, they got his contract when they bought WCW, they looked him over. 
They decided not to keep him. They got rid of him. AJ Styles admits they wanted to keep him, but he had to move, and he didn't want to move to cost his wife her teaching degree. Did not. It was not WWE. WWE wanted AJ. AJ didn't want to go because of his wife, which is honorable. Well, excluding AJ, basically what I'm getting at is they had young and -and up-and-coming talent, but they also had guys that WWE didn't want to keep and also – and also guys that would get let go by WWE who still needed a paycheck. So like your main event mafia guys that used to work for Vince that now found themselves working for Dixie after Vince no longer needed them. So it felt like it was TNA was always like half glass, half. It was always half full, half empty to me with like a, the way the roster was. Levesque Hickenbottom. The Alamo! High noon! No, uh, of the two, and, and I do appreciate that standpoint, and I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a huge Ring of Honor fan, as noted by that and this and over here and down here. Honestly, I believe TNA will be around longer, so I would pick TNA just because of that. I don't think that Ring of Honor as a company will be around much longer as an active brand. I believe that Tony Khan will either absorb it completely into AEW or just sell off the IP entirely. I guess I heard the whole thing wrong going into this. So now my well, whole a, so A's and B's really so, yeah, so A's and B's are essentially you pick one or the other. Yeah. Um, an example which always causes a fight. Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair? Rick Flair, 100%. You're wrong if you pick Hogan. So um, it's TNA, and that's the only answer. According to Fuck Dave Meltzer. One of the things that is is like – this is Meltzer, so he doesn't know how to form a sentence. One of the things is that like the last quarter, there were a lot of weak attendances in the last quarter. Okay. (laughs) But they had a lot of shows where they got – Buys, which is for Danielson or Okada or MJF and Cody matches or just local, good local promotion, sending guys in and lowering ticket prices, things like that. So it's how to get whatever the word is kind of like out there. Okay. He's, <laughs> I can't read, I can't read Melson because he's, he's, he's jumbo. The advance, the advances suck, but that's not that, but it's not that bad. It really wasn't that bad the last quarter. Well, now it's bad and it looks worse. I mean, the Wednesday show, just under 2,000. 4,000 is fine for me for AEW. Under 4,000 is not so great. Under 3,000 is pretty bad. Under 2,000 is really bad, especially when you're coming into a city once a year. They got Tulsa coming up. They've never been to Tulsa. They're under 2,000 there as well. I mean, there's real concern. And then... Last week, I mean, St. Louis on Saturday, when I saw that number, St. Louis is a historically great wrestling city, and not like they come there often, and they did under 3,000 on Saturday night. That's not really good at all. And, you know, another problem is that they have every time they go back into a market, in more cases than not, the attendance goes down. How many times do they go to Chicago a year? Like 40? Mm, At least 10. It feels like 10. We did, didn't we do this last year? And they went to Chicago like 18 times. Yeah, yeah. we counted it. It was uh, insane. Well, that's part of the reason why they keep going back to the same well over and over and over again, because they're drawing in those markets. 
but they don't have a good enough handle on what draws a building. Because let's be honest here, Tony Khan has been in the wrestling business all of what, four years? But he's been involved in the wrestling business for years as a fan since watching the ECW shows with his dad. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this with all due respect. In the business, the marks were better when they're on that side of the guardrail. Um, and you're talking to myself, who's been in the wrestling business nearly 10 years, over 10 years now. Ian's been in the wrestling business for a long fucking time. Ryan, you've been in the wrestling business and promoted. Dabbled. Dabbled. <laughs> Dabbled. <laughs> you got more fucking concussions than fucking Benoit all the post, these days. All the posters behind me that I'm on. But the reality is uh, that at the end of the day, it's hard to draw a house. It's not something that you could do like, oh, yeah, tomorrow we're going to draw 8,000 people in the fucking Civic Center. No, it's not that easy. And no, it's- no, you can't look at it. It's not that it's not that easy. Draw 8,000 people in the Civic Center. Now go there a month later and expect them to spend that money again. Now go yeah, there a month that's later. That's true, too. Yep. Yeah. But they did it to our own fucking market in Atlantic City where they came and brought Rampage and said, Oh, by the way, we're bringing Shibata versus Orange Cassidy at the main event. And still didn't bring shit to the fucking... They didn't even have walk-up. Because nobody knows who they are outside of the hardcore fans. That is what... But the thing is... It's not an attempt to be a dig at AEW. It's... The the problem with that, that statement right there is that you are in GCW territory. The largest independent wrestling corporation right now going and they couldn't draw ryan i was gonna bring this up is that immediately talk about this all the time about how i think they need to change to more mainstream audience he goes they don't have to i i still disagree with him because if you're lowering attendance or ratings are dropping you need to change something mm-hmm. um and they do cater to the hardcore fan. Like how many times when? But they're not ACW. <laughs> so then they got to change something. So yeah. how many times did we say that MJF turned heel and face on the same show? Yeah, because they're they cater to a whatever they want. They don't believe in traditional. The uh, Blackpool Combat Club is a perfect example right now. Mm-hmm. Who's face? Like, who's heel? Who's face? Who's heel? Let me know. It depends on the situation. Yeah, who's the that, that, that's the answer that I got. I know you don't like it, but it depends on the situation you're trying to do because yeah. there is no yeah. face heel dynamic in well, AEW. There's not. It, it depends on which way the wind blows. Yeah. Those new t-shirts you're, aren't helping. Yeah, you're, you're facing <laughs> this guy who's a heel, therefore you got to be a face. Yeah. Even though you were a heel last show. Like, you were literally Wednesday to Friday. 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You're a heel. You're cutting a heel promo, but not your face when you come out. And you I think, get baby face. I think Brian Danielson needs to leave the group completely. I think he needs to go back into that. Yep. That, what the internet says he should be the fine given social media sheriff. You know what I mean? Like, he needs to go back to pointing at the fans and saying, You're fickle. You're fickle. 
You don't know what you want. He should call, he should call out the toxic marks so the, for their own online behavior. In addition, for them trying to police Tony Khan. Here's the thing about that though. How much money are they is Tony Khan giving them? A shit ton. That will right. never ever ever happen. Look I mean, at for the purpose of interesting storyline. Right. Correct. Um, you want at, people watching the product and people attending the show, so make it interesting and entertaining instead of just insert Adam Copeland against this guy he never faced before and hoping it draws Hoping it draws it, yeah. Right. And, th- and you're right. And that's there's... my biggest... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt No, no, you. keep going, keep going. My biggest opinion of AEW is I was absolutely blown away by it started when it started. I loved it religiously for the first two years because it was something new. And then Cody COVID. left, PM Punk showed, yeah, COVID. Cody left, CM Punk showed up, and, 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 and I watched CM Punk's Return to Rampage video so many times on YouTube that it just became something I went to, like a favorite song, just so I could hear that pop. And I, I really enjoyed watching it. But then once the, once the backstage incident went down, that's all you heard about for the next year. And then he came back, and then it was toxic environment and then the only good thing about punk going to aew was it rebuilt his bridge with wwe so i feel there's been the past two years have been absolutely ridiculous because kenny's fallen apart and i feel that the the fans are absolutely sick of the bucks no offense to hangman page but i i don't feel he's hangman page it's fine (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't think he's where they they expected him to be at, but I even MJF being hot as a heel kind of got stale as a babyface, kind of like Shawn Michaels being a babyface champion in 96, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't packing the houses. What's you, the old uh, adage? <clears throat> Faces sell merchandise, heels sell tickets. tickets. And, and right. there's really no instance of that in AEW currently. Because there's no faces or heels. Exactly. Um, well, there was. Unless they were in New York, MJF was a heel. MJF got booed everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking asshole. And MJF is a special breed. MJF would get booed in New York, too, if he wanted to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they took away MJF's being MJF. for it, it was what made him special. And then they took that away. Um, yeah. Um, do we have any other news and rumors? Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, let's, um, let's hit them off while we still can here. I don't know. I forgot. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. No. Another A versus B then. Go ahead. Sonny or Sable? Ooh. Sable. Wait, the bang? I mean... However you want to pick this, sir. Sable. <laughs> Sable. This is not fuck, Mary kill. I mean, as a better human being, I'm going to go with Sable. Yeah, I don't think we're that kind of podcast to care about. <laughs> no. Uh, Kevin Patrick removed from the SmackDown commentary team. Haven't heard much about it since or read anything on it. I had to trust the dirt sheets since they couldn't predict Netflix was buying Raw. Right. Um... Booker T's lobbying for the nasty boys to go to the WWE Hall of Fame. Pity City, baby. Also, Isn't Jacob Batu is wrestling for Booker T in his Fed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Um, oh, and by the way, if we're picking just by fucking, I think it's Sunny. But from uh, a garbage human being versus Sable, I'm picking Sable. But I'm not a blonde person, so. Eh. I don't know. I'm not really into girls that fart when they climax, so. <laughs> I am. Well, here's the thing, and this is a running joke. Sleazy doesn't like good-looking women, so that's it. Or I do appreciate that he calls it a joke, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Even if even if it's true, it's it's okay. I'll give you an easier choice than Sleazy. It's not ugly women or pretty women. It's you're about to be crowned champion. You get okay. to choose the total reign you're going to get. Would you rather the Iron Heavy Middleweight Championship reign or the WWF Hardcore Championship reign? Iron Heavy Metalweight. Without question. Without what the question. What you just said, little kid. Without question. There, there, there's not even a chance I would pass that up. I That fucking title's been on multiple ladders. An entire crowd. An entire crowd? It changed Multiple hands. falls. It changed hands over two hundred times one night versus for two wrestlers having rock paper scissors games. All yep. Night. Yeah. I so badly want that title. If if for some reason I can get involved with DDT, who's who are coming to Philadelphia this year for WrestleMania, I'm so trying to get in there. I as much as I love that, I don't know what you're talking about. So the so, Iron Heavy Metalweight title was DDT's, because DDT's, yep. I, I, I call it a joke fed, and it's not disrespectful to say joke fed in the way it, it is, like, the gimmicks and cartoons are turned up to 25, right? Wasn't so they made the Iron Heavy Metalweight title as their hardcore title, and it completely went off the rails. Blow up dolls have held this. Joey Ryan lost the title to Candice Lorraine, a dream. X-Pac's won the title, hit a, hit a vape pen, passed out, somebody pinned him. Veda Scott traded Chris Hero. Chris Hero gave her the belt, and Veda Scott taught him a new way to throw a roaring elbow. Like the title change, like the belt is absolutely hilarious, and that is the right answer in this one. Nice. And the last, the last two A or Bs are cop outs because it's the same question but different. Would you rather the most title reigns or the longest title reign of a world championship? Or the most total reigns, or the longest total reigns in the tag totes. I know what your answer is. <clears throat> longest, Yo, I heard you like tag team matches. I take longest world and most tag reigns. Yeah, I'm gonna go with longest title reign only because I feel like good example would be Roman right now in the reign he's on. It's gonna be a long time before somebody breaks his record so that's going to be there for a while but at the same time rick flair being a 16-time world heavyweight champion used to be something special until wwe decided to have john cena match the same feat and then hold it for two weeks and drop it yeah so i don't <laughs> i don't feel i i feel rick flair should be entitled to the championship reigns that wwe doesn't acknowledge AEW has started acknowledging Ric Flair as a 21-time world yep. champion now. There is that many difference of opinions on how many world titles Ric Flair won that he vacated or he dropped the belt to somebody in Puerto Rico so he didn't get stabbed and then the belt yep. was brought back to him. Yep. I don't think those total range should count because that wasn't the original booking. 
So I think they need to eliminate a couple of them in the how they talk about shit. There is one that should be included that should make him 17 because he was the in WCW or the NWA champion and it became the internet WCW international title and they counted that as one continuous reign. I think that should have been two separate reigns. Because it was a different title. But anytime he dropped the belt because he didn't want to get stabbed in fucking Puerto Rico and then they just gave him the belt back, that's not a total change. Fuck off. There were a couple of times where he dropped it to Harley Race on house shows and won it back like the next Yeah, that wasn't acknowledged. That wasn't acknowledged. Yeah, they did that a lot more often. They did. Um, yeah. It draws up more business. If, oh, look, here in Spartanburg, Spartanburg, South Carolina, we got a world title change. Um well, it makes me think of the time the Rockers beat the Hart Foundation and they gave the belts back to the Hearts. Well, because the top rope broke on a tape show in the 80s were like, okay, let's stop Broken. the match. Fix the rope. Yeah, but those <laughs> outfits the Rockers were wearing is like my favorite gear the Rockers wore. So it would have been nice to see that on TV, both of them holding the belts. Oh, the, uh, yeah, nothing yeah. good came out of the Rockers anyways. Yeah, right? Um, Fucking Marty Jannetty. Who the uh, fuck ever heard of him? Who did he ever beat? His daughter. Um, Apparently, the AEW rankings are coming back. So, got something. Because Punk pulled a political card at him. Their rankings didn't matter before Punk showed up. Let's just fucking say that. So, it didn't matter. They put up the rankings of the last time the rankings were available when they did it. And FTI were the number one ranked team still, had been there for like 30 weeks, and people were getting title shots before them. They fucked their own rating system, but I think this is the, they're going to that New Japan sports style. They literally did G1 two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying. I don't mind a ranking system if they follow it like if they actually are true to it like i don't i think it's you i love the new that. japan influence with the aew product honestly not one of my favorite things from this past year was when they had the forbidden door show the dual ring announcing mm-hmm. was the, one of the coolest things like you hear it in english and then you hear it in japanese for the same person and i i thought that was just an extra little Detail, Ryan. So if I start a wrestling fed and get a blonde interpreter to sign language, would you think that's cool? Because there's two engines. Like, <laughs> yes. Do you know hey. how much extra publicity you would get for that fed if you made sure that people who were deaf or hard of hearing that's were me. able to get there? Especially and, and, if you're marking yourself as everyone's included, inclusive. We, Ryan don't care. Have you met Ryan? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> um, what else was there? There was something else. Oh, Ryan, just between you and me, because we're the only ones that watch TNA, did you watch Josh Alexander versus Will Ospreay? Free TV. Absolute ridiculousness. Yep. TNA. Is it on, you- I- is oh, it on YouTube? Sorry. Can I check it out later? It'll always be on YouTube somewhere. TNA is so much easier available than the rest. I don't know if, if TNA has a run starting now, like they do all year, it's hard for me not to say that TNA might surpass AEW. Well, there they are. The second third. Um, in inequality wise, 
So I don't know how much you've been keeping up with TNA or Impact the last couple of years. They've been on a fire. They've been on an absolute roll, in-ring-wise. Um, obviously, AEW is a better TV deal. They're on a better network. They're drawing more fans. But the in-ring product is a thousand times better. Um, and I'm sorry, Ryan. Did you watch Will Ospreay versus the King of the Four-Star match, Josh Alexander? My bad. <laughs> um yeah, so I think that is it. Okay, so Ian, plug yourself. This is up to you. Get yourself over. Well, if you want to watch me open action figures and share nostalgic memories from the 80s and 90s, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ian versus Daddy Bones. If you enjoy the free show and want to level up, I have a Patreon that's $3 a month. And right now there's over 105 bonus videos. You get your name in the credits as a shout out and a high five for me. And I have a second show, the original geeks podcast. That's only available to Patreon subscribers. And they now gave me the opportunity to give everybody a seven day free trial just to check it out. And um, then you can make the decision if you want to be a subscriber. So yeah, it's completely out there. It's free to subscribe to on YouTube and it's on my Facebook page as well. And Ian, Ian Daddy Bones on threads and Instagram at the moment. Thank you. Ryan, put yourself over. <laughs> Ryan Bokach, Reddit, Twitter. And eight hours ago, who was the Reddit comment of the episode? Breaking news. is It's not the comment itself, it's specifically the, tra- the thread that started. Breaking news. Netflix has canceled WWE after just two seasons. The hit wrestling show was canceled last night after the season finale on a tense cliffhanger. We'll never know if Cody manages to finish the story on his fourth attempt at WrestleMania 42. <laughs> I saw somebody posted a picture of or a clip of Joe Biden at his inauguration when Pyro was going off saying Cody at the age of 54 when he's finally completing the story. And they have it, they have it, they have Biden coming out set to Cody's music. So when Biden's pyro goes off, he has his arms doing the whoa. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, no, that's AJ Styles. Excuse me. Uh, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are Sleazy Fat Man on X, Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find at twitch.tv slash Sleazy the Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy the Fat Man, and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. Make sure you like, subscribe on your favorite platform, and click that notification icon on YouTube if you do follow us there. You can also find all sorts of content at thewrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, and a ton of other cool stuff. Of course, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning and wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. Click automatic, automatic downloads. Really does help us out. So with a fuck you to Dietz, who left early because he's a papa, uh, fuck you, but thank you to Ryan, who also is a papa. A special thank you to Ian for coming on the show tonight. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome, man. And as always, for Sleazy. I'm the Fat Man. This is the Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Have Fuck a great Dave. One. No, I, I do a bit here. Hold on. Fuck Dave, <laughs> Mel- <laughs> Fuck Dave Meltzer. We haven't said that enough today. Fuck Tony Khan is a legend, Cole Cabot. A hot dog's not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. And we will review the Royal Rumble and see who is actually right, which is me always.
Nothing to gain.